Welcome to the Natural Health Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Smith, Certified Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner. I'm here to deliver you weekly episodes where you will hear conversations with health experts and solo episodes about functional medicine and all things holistic health. My goal is to provide you with the knowledge and tools you need in order to help you rise to your healthiest, happiest self. So on this podcast episode, I have with me Dr. Barry Tan, and Dr. Tan is hailed as the world's foremost expert on vitamin E. His research expertise includes lipid-soluble nutrients and their impact on chronic conditions. He was the first to introduce tocotrienols benefits to the nutrition industry and developed the first ever tocopherol-free tocotrienol product derived from annatto. Beyond tocotrienol, Dr. Tan's research now spans into geranol-geraniol, a critical endogenous nutrient for healthy aging. Dr. Tan is currently the president of American River Nutrition, a natural health R&D company he started with his wife, Elizabeth, in 1998. Described as a scientific pioneer, his mission is simple, improve the everyday health of people's lives. Welcome, Dr. Tan. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having me. I look forward to this great time, and hopefully this will be useful information to your audience that is faithfully listening to you. Yeah, I'm excited to get into all of this stuff about vitamin E and all these different nutrients, but I want to start by having you tell us a little bit about your story. So maybe what got you into this field of work and your career in vitamin E research and everything. Oh, thank, thank you. I came to University of Massachusetts as an assistant professor in 1982. So you can do the, the, the math. It's, it's a long time ago. And then soon after, two years after, I discovered this unusual vitamin E, tocotrienol. If you look into your cereal box, you probably see a tocopherol. That's usually what is referred to for vitamin E. And tocotrienol is lesser known. And in Point of fact, we have four tocopherols and four tocotrienol, and they are with the Greek letter alpha, beta, delta, and gamma tocopherol, alpha, beta, delta, and gamma tocotrienol. And right now, let me put the N at the beginning, not good for a movie, <laughs> like that would be that, that of the eight possible vitamin E, Delta and gamma tocotrienol, delta as in delta airline, gamma as in gamma radiation. So delta and gamma tocotrienol are the two most potent vitamin E of all the eight, like that. So so those so when I discovered this from a plant called from uh, rice bran oil, from the brown color rice bran, and then also from palm oil. <clears throat> I can't, that took me about 20 years of time and I took a break and when I took the break it was in 1994 there was a Harvard Medical School professor her name is Joanna Seden and she's an ophthalmologist so if you think of the eye here the lens here the light shows here so that's the retina of the eye and right on the very high pixelation. When I'm looking, I'm looking directly at you. That's high pixelation. So she said that uh, uh, it had zeaxanthin. And as you flank out from the retina, it's got lutein. And today, everybody know you take lutein and zeaxanthin filters blue light, and then you can prevent from macular degeneration. This is 1994. People didn't know about it. And she discovered that. And I was kind of getting tired a little bit of the tocotrienol research. So I took a break. I heard that if you go to South America, you'll find giant marigold. And on the petal of the marigold are lutein and zeaxanthin I can extract. Now remember, that was the reason I went to South America. So I did. And I found it in Peru like that. Then fate has it literally 20, 30 feet away from me. I found a plant and the plant is anato. I'll show you the picture of anato. Beautiful plant like that. You can mm-hmm. see uh, from the seed. And if you stain them, it stains your color. Otherwise, the color is used to color popularly uh, in the U.S. for cheese, for the yellowish, orangey hue like that. It is truly an Amazonian plant. I purposely have my prized possession of a picture. That frog is about the size of a penny and the seed is about the size of a grape seed. So it's a very uh, close up picture that I got. So, so even though I went to South America to look for 
the carotene, lutein, and zeaxanthin. My interest was pulled back to this anato plant. I expected that the color, which is a carotene, which is very unstable, to be protected by an antioxidant that is polyphenolic. We got 10,000 polyphenolic. To my surprise, it was not a polyphenolic. Mm. A greater surprise, it was a vitamin E molecule. And my highest surprise is the tocotrienol molecule that has no tocopherol. So it's the first time. Remember, I previously have already discovered tocotrienol from palm, from rice, and now anato. So from palm and rice, they, tip, they contain about 25 to 50% tocopherol. It's a mixture. But with anato, it's not a mixture. It's tocopherol free and nothing else. Then I realized I stumbled on something very important that this plant used the most potent vitamin E to protect the color, that this also can be good for human health. And at that time, all the studies that have been done show that the two most active components is delta tocotrienol, gamma tocotrienol, that was about 25 years ago. So in my last 25 years, I just about did nothing but doing research on this particular vitamin E. Wow. Well, that's a very amazing story that you went all the way to a different country for one thing and then discovered something totally new. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what is the difference then between the tocopherol, the tocotrienol, and like benefit-wise for our health and what do we want to look for and actually have for ourselves with those between those two things now in in your podcast uh, phrase you have one say rise to your healthiest in a more natural way right and then you have another phrase that say struggling with healthy issue so let's mm -hmm. leave the healthy issue aside you can bring that up because we've done many many chronic conditions and health issues but i'm going to touch on rise to your healthiest in a natural way if you think of a normal person that filled with cells, think of the cell like the shape. This is just a like the shape like that, like a bean. And in the bean, they have cell wall. The cell wall holds all the constituent inside uh, the cell. There can some of the well-known constituent inside the cell that we all know about or we hear about the nucleus. Mm -hmm. that keep our DNA together and the mitochondria that make energy, but they actually have a dozen others also. But for the cell to work properly, there must be a cell wall. Now, approximately 30% of our weight is, is fat. It just is. And most people think that a love handle, I, I'm a slight person, I can still grab my love handle, but most of the fat is not in the love handle in the butt or in the arm here. It's not so. Most of the fat is in the cell wall like that. And that's why we ask people to take omega-3. When you take the omega-3, you get to the blood, eventually go to the cell wall. The cell wall looks very, very simple. It'll be like, it'll be like this bottle here. I only use it cartoonically. The head, the black color head here, that's uh, seeing the water on top. So that's uh, uh, water attracting. And then this translucent part here will be the fatty acid, very saturated like that, a uh, uh, very lipophilic, uh, not loving water. So mm -hmm. it will just surround the whole cell like that. In the 1980s, there was a famous Austrian professor. He decided to extract all the, the antioxidant from the fat to find out what is the antioxidant that protect the, the cell wall. He found out that 90% of all of those fat, uh, all of those antioxidants that protect the cell wall is actually vitamin E type molecule. Now, why is this important? And I take time to explain to your audience. You probably heard as I do that <clears throat> everybody and the grandmother is talking that they have something that is an antioxidant. So after a while, the word antioxidant is trivialized. Let me help you to cut it out so that to be uh, only concerned with the antioxidant that matter. The antioxidant that matter would be a vitamin E molecule to protect the fat because the fat is the easiest to get oxidized. 
protein, yes, but not easy to oxidize. Uh, nucleic acid, yes, but not easy to get oxidized because if your nucleic acid is oxidized, that's bad news. Then mm. whatever look like you, not going to look like you, you can make something else, you know. And carbohydrate, yes, it can oxidize, but none is so easily oxidized than fat. If you don't believe me, now in the middle of summer, you put a stick of butter on your uh, on your out, uh, on the outside in the sunshine, and you can smell the off flavor. Or you drive past a roadkill, you'll know exactly what I mean. Those those are oxidized fat like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm concerned most about what can protect the fat to be oxidized and the cell wall. And that molecule is that of a vitamin E, and that vitamin E would be this compound here. So to show you structure, if I purposely get off here, see now you see it's black and white color that is very fat and oil soluble. That will be very happy sticking inserted into the fatty acid of the cell wall. Then if I put it on the other side, you see that? That's the oxygen group, the red color. That's the antioxidant group. Most antioxidant, this red thing here, they have several of them all over. That means that they cannot insert into the fat layer. They kind of like stick out and become really funky. But this kind of molecule does. So now I explain to you that the most important antioxidant to protect the cell wall are vitamin E type molecule. So now I have to explain the difference between tocopherol and tocotrienol. Mm -hmm. The four tocopherol works as a four tocotrienol, but the tocotrienol is about 50 times more potent, more active than tocopherol. Why? Because the tail of a to tocotrienol is shorter. See that? The tail of a tocopherol is longer. That the, to the tocopherol sticks into the cell wall and moves slowly around to protect. The tocotrienol flies around. So I use a simple analogy that a policeman and a state trooper. They both, they all catch the bad guys. The Tocopherol uh, does it in the normal circumscribe of a town and the state trooper move fast in the whole state to catch the bad guys. So the Tocotrienol is more like a state trooper and the Tocopherol is more like a, a local policeman. So that that's uh, my main take of how this can help a normal healthy person to, to have a more natural way to protect their body from perfect, uh, not from being oxidized like that, but not, but, but not talking about the health issues, which I'm sure you asked me in time. So, <clears throat> okay. So these vitamin E molecules are protecting our cell walls and the, and the uh, protecting us from oxidizing fat and they are both beneficial, but the tocotrienols are four times more powerful and better able to do that protection, basically. Yes. And sum that, that up right. Okay. That, that is very, very accurate. And and in an American diet, um, we consume vegetable. This kind of vitamin are made by the plant. The animal don't make them. So if you eat a normal meal, healthy meal, with a lot of greens and vegetable, you probably may get uh, typically about 10, 12, 15 milligrams of tocopherol. You probably may get about two to three milligrams of tocotrienol, unless your diet has a lot of rice bran, brown rice, uh, palm oil. American usually don't need a lot of palm oil because it's saturated fat. Or if you live in South America, they pound the anato seeds mm -hmm. and then they make it into tortilla chip and make many different food. It's more ethnic food. And uh, if the audience is curious after you're done uh, hearing this talk, if you Google anato for uh, South American culinary, blah, 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 you'll find out all different food that people use the anato to make. It's not usual uh, in an American diet, except for the color to be extracted to color cheese. Okay. So what, I mean, are there foods that we should be focusing on to get this or do we just, should we just be taking a certain supplement and how much do we need to take? Yeah. I, I think that because the food is allowing you to get about five, five up to five milligrams of tocotrienol and 10 milligrams of tocopherol, it isn't enough. 
for a person that they use, for, use it for antioxidant protection, like I described, then typically it will be one to 200 milligrams. So like that of tocotrienol. And for people who have mild chronic condition, then probably about three to 400 milligrams. And for people who have serious chronic condition, probably four to 600 milligrams. Okay. Living a healthy lifestyle can be super hard when you don't live near a store that sells healthy organic foods or when you're just way too busy, like me, to go to the grocery store and actually shop. Love shopping online at Thrive Market. Thrive Market saves you time and effort when trying to shop for healthy food and non-toxic household and self-care products. You can actually get a nice peace of mind knowing that you're getting top quality products that are organic, non-GMO, non-toxic, and I think the best part is that they're sold at wholesale prices, so you're saving about 25 to 50% sometimes. You can find everything there from toothpaste and dish soap to organic wines and grass-fed meat. And my favorite thing to get from there are really all of my pantry staples. So for baking, I love to get all of my grain-free flours and then all of my healthy cooking oils like beef tallow and coconut oil. You can even search for and filter out products by over 90 different values. So things like vegan, paleo, sustainably farmed, non-GMO, and even autoimmune, which I loved using this when I was going through my personal autoimmune healing journey and this was my place to shop. So make sure you head to the link in my show notes so that you can get a free gift when you sign up for a membership through that link. So what are some of the chronic conditions and issues that the tocotrienols can help with? This is probably a great question, um, Rachel. This is probably the one that I've taken the, taken the longest time to study. For the first 20 years, we have a lot of animal studies, and it seemed like the big picture is tocotrienol addresses and mitigate, that means in, uh, stop or treat chronic conditions. So then the question is, what kind of chronic conditions? The chronic conditions that we have studied would be uh, the big ones would be in the human bodies, we have metabolites. That means the things that we use to help us to live properly. And some of these metabolites are sugar, triglyceride as in fat, and cholesterol. Without these three things, we, we cannot live. We have to depend on them. But as we grow older, these three metabolites tend to be demonized and probably rightly so. You cannot have high cholesterol, otherwise you have arteriosclerosis. You cannot have high triglyceride, otherwise you have metabolic syndrome, you have prediabetes, diabetes, and you cannot have high sugar, otherwise you'll be diabetic, like that. Uh, but without this kind of thing, we cannot live. So we study when a person's life is out of kilter on the metabolite, that means that the sugar is not normal, but high normal, pre-diabetic. Mm -hmm. If they're above, above the a threshold, they become diabetic. So we study these two. We also study the group of people with metabolic syndrome. That means that the triglyceride is high. Then we decided lastly to study people, which is a silent disease. You should Google and, and have your audience look at this. It's called fatty liver disease. Who would you have guessed 30 years ago when people have fatty liver disease and cirrhosis will be huge and over amount of alcohol consumption so that the liver is cirrhotic. But today, people have cirrhotic liver that are not have anything to do with alcohol, but simply because of huge consumption of fat and the insult of fat on the liver, the, the liver simply cannot handle that situation. So that condition that you can, you can actually even type the acronym, it'll come out, is N-A-F-L-D. It just stands for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, just like that. And if you go more serious, it's NASH, N-A-S-H, non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, hepatitis like that of a cirrhotic liver. 
it's a silent disease. It's got not much of an indication, any pain like that. And, and uh, about 25 to 30% of Americans have, have this kind of uh, liver condition. And that's really bad because uh, uh, the medical profession have already recognized this. It's, it's uh, recognized as a population code blue. You know, mm -hmm. so he said endemic. Endemic would be a big deal word if it did not have pandemic, you know, but this is really bad. It's an endemic and it's a population code blue when we directly study this. So, so those are the conditions that we have studied. And we have found that when we gave uh, a patient that have each of, they're all different study, the pre-diabetes study, the diabetes study, and the fatty liver study, and the last group of, of chronic condition we study are people with cancer, the horrible C word that, that like that, that as we grow older, we are exposed to. There are several hundreds of cancer, but we are only able to study five. The five cancers that we are studying are uh, ovarian cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, colon cancer, and pancreatic cancer. So those are the first four cancer are done in Denmark. They're still ongoing. And then the pancreatic cancer is done in, uh, through my colleague in Florida. Okay. And so with everything you listed between diabetes, um, fatty liver disease, these various cancers, are you seeing, and is your research showing that these this is a, the vitamin E supplementation is, what is it doing for these? Is it actually helping reverse them? Or um, can you explain a little bit further on that? Yeah, we let me pick one, one, one each at a time, pre-diabetes. Okay. People who have pre-diabetes, if this is normal sugar, the sugar is normal high, but not that high, normal high. But when people with pre-diabetes normal high, their triglyceride, which is fat in the body is high. So, so now when they take the tocotrienol, the normal high sugar drop about 20%, and then the triglyceride drop quite dramatically, 30, 40%. So we see that as a very positive sign. We gave them about 200 to 250 milligram tocotrienol. It's a three-month study. In the diabetes study, if this is normal, a normal high sugar, the sugar is already above here. So that's the sugar. The triglyceride is still high, but most diabetes care about the super high sugar. So like that, in this case, the sugar drop and the triglyceride also drop. So it's bringing back, not completely to normality, but bringing it back. Remember, these are people who already ha have their system off kilter seriously like that. And then we study another two more markers. People who have diabetes have high inflammation and the inflammation marker drop. We love that. And then the, and then the fourth one. So the sugar drop, triglyceride drop, inflammation drop. And the fourth one is a very sweet spot for us to study this, Rachel, is that not only the sugar drop, it's important that, you know, our body make insulin in the pancreas. And the insulin is a chaperone. This is mm -hmm. insulin. This is sugar. The insulin catch on to the sugar and direct the sugar into the cell, go to the cell, so it won't be high in the blood. So, but the insulin must be functioning properly. It's made in the pancreas, but as we grow older and have this kind of problem, the insulin is dysfunctional. It's not working. So when you see the sugar, it had a hard, hard time grabbing the sugar and it's not able to bring it in, even though the insulin is high in the blood, but it's not doing it. So therefore, mm -hmm. a marker that we use, this is very important for the audience to know. So you don't simply say, oh, my sugar drop is good. Actually, I shouldn't say that. The sugar drop is good. But we purposely measure the sugar level plus the insulin sensitivity. That's mm -hmm. a different statement. How sensitive is it? Then we found out that insulin sensitivity increase mm -hmm. and the sugar drop. So this combined together, so we have four things, the sugar drop, 
the insulin sensitivity increase, the inflammation drop, and the triglyceride drop. So we are very excited about this. This is also done with tocotrienol, about 250 or so. Mm -hmm. So the last thing we study uh, is fatty liver disease. We have three studies on fatty liver disease, a three-month study, a six-month study, and a 12-month study. And we already finished the three and six month. We're just about, uh, we just, just just published the 12 month, the three and six month. So the audience want to know, why did you do three, six and 12 month study? The liver is the largest organ in the body. If you cover the whole space, then the skin is the largest organ. But if you mean weight, the liver is the largest organ. It mm -hmm. just sticks out right in front of your abdomen. So I, I didn't want a three month study. I need a longer. So we did a three, six and 12, they're different study. So I have now not a dose dependent, I have a time dependent. So when we did that, and you know, this is so painstaking and, but you know, I, I care about this because if it doesn't work, I do not want to tell people this. And if it worked, I should let people know about this. So in the three month study, we noticed that the inflammation dropped. So it's good, it's calming the liver down. And the liver enzymes also dropped, very good thing. It continued to be so in the six month study, liver enzyme dropped, inflammation dropped. But in the six month study, we, we look at steatosis. We have a, a ultrasound, we can scan the liver to see how, if the fat is reducing. We saw the fat reduced. So in the 12 month study, so we upped the empty. In 12 month study, everything I said in the three, six months still happened. But in the 12 month study, we have a CAT scan to see the scarring tissue in the liver and in the spleen. And we notice that the fibrosis is also reduced. Then you ask, oh, why is Dr. Tan studying fibrosis? When the liver is stashed away, when the fat is stashed away in the liver too long, and if it's not exited, then you have scarring tissue. And scarring tissue is mostly considered irreversible like that. <clears throat> we saw that that is also in control. The last thing about all this study, the three, six and 12 month study, and notice I never mentioned it in your entire podcast until now, because I'm careful in what I'm saying. We did not have in the design of the study weight loss. Mm -hmm. We noticed that in the three, six and 12 months, the minimum consistent, the minimum weight loss in these three, six and 12 months is no less than 10 pounds and less than 15 pounds. So that is nothing to sneeze at. Remember, it's not a weight loss product. We didn't see this after two weeks. We saw this loss in three, six and 12 months. For a person who has fatty liver disease, weight loss is a good thing. We believe the weight loss is a consequence of the metabolite coming back to kilter rather than off kilter like mm -hmm. that. And so that's, those are the three things. And I'm sure the audience want to know, what about the cancer study? So I just should tell you this. <clears throat> we don't have results yet of the breast cancer, okay. nor the lung cancer, nor the colon cancer. We have some results back on the pancreatic cancer and the ovarian cancer, ovarian cancer first. These are very serious conditions. They were stage four cancer patients. They are not operable. Uh, they are not uh, radiationable. They will probably not live. They already stage four have gone everywhere. So they're taking a Vastin drug, which is anti-angiogenesis. That means that the blood vessel don't grow to feed the tumor like that. Mm -hmm. So. So they take the drug, so they chopped off the blood vessel, so the tumor is not fed like that. So one group takes that, and the other group takes that, plus the tocotrienol. So six months later, all of the Avastin group, none of them are living mm -hmm. because they're stage four. And then in the one with tocotrienol, about 60% still surviving. And through 24 months, 25% still surviving. So we considered it a positive sign. So we are redesigning the study to see how this would continue to work. I'm anxiously waiting for the study. This is a very painstaking study. I believe that for us who wish to know, we can wait. 
for other people who have this disease are more serious, but at least for American River Nutrition, my tiny R&D company, we are all in to do the research to see if this will help people. It is not a drug. It's a natural way to do something. And if you can do this, it's fantastic. And I discovered it from the Amazonia accidentally while looking for something. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, I'm so blessed I'm supposed to do this to tell other people about it. My colleague in Florida is doing it with pancreatic cancer. He gave it to people before he uh, surgically excised the tumor from the pancreas. He told, he said that even as low as 200 milligram, he's now fashioning a study between four to 600 milligram, as low as 200 milligram, because he excised the tumor, he can actually study the tumor under a microscope to see if the tumor is affected by given tocotrienol. What mm. he found was that the tocotrienol is causing the cancer cell to die, which means that the, the scientific word is apoptosis. It is winding down the clock of the cancer cell. You got to die now to just age out and die like this. So I'm thinking this is really cool to see a nutritional supplement going to all kinds of scrutiny like that to study it. So for better or for worse, I have done, I've spent my last 20 years of my life doing all this work. They, they are not a blink in the eye. You can't do this kind of study like this. We are still, we're having a study in Texas now. We have decided to study people with obesity, men and women with obesity in their 50s to see if the tocotrienol will reduce severe inflammation born out in their body because of the huge burden of fat that they carry. So that we should know about next year sometime, a little slow because of the pandemic, because they uh, slow down many things that the professor would like to do, but it's back on track again, and we expect it to be available probably the end of next year. Okay. Wow. Amazing. Thank you for sharing all that. Are these studies on your website or? or... Oh, <clears throat> um, yes. If you go to my website, uh, my company name, you can get there by two, three ways. My company is called American River Nutrition. American River Nutrition, you go directly there. Or you can type my name, Barry Tan. Barry is spelled B-A-R-R-I-E. And, and many people who do not see me as a person, that could probably be translated as a woman's name. But uh, Barry, to my, my best of my knowledge, is a man's name. There is a woman's uh, Barry, B-A-R-R-I, I think. And uh, the mm -hmm. common berry is B-A-R-R-Y, you know, if you put B-A-R-R-I-E 10 dot com, you probably can go there. If you get online, you can probably download my book. It's free of charge. Uh, okay. It's a label of love. I did this and uh, I, uh, in it, I would have uh, things that I said before. See, it was a, a younger me when I was in South America looking for pardon me for doing this here see i was in south america you can still see a very younger me i was looking for uh, the uh, the uh, 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 marigold plant and it was there i found uh, that plant so many stories like that it is worthwhile uh, getting and it's totally uh, free uh, like that so um you can download the white paper from my website of all the different studies. And we just published a 12 month study. Uh, it is it's a beautiful addition and continue to work on people even after 12 months and not just only after three months or six months. And personally, I was surprised even at 12 months, the weight loss is still sustained. That mm. is something, you know, sometimes the weight, the, the weight rebound but we didn't see is sustained uh, in all the entire 12 months. It was no less than 10 pounds. We did not see weight loss greater than 15 pounds. So it's something. Yeah. Wow. I just want to say thank you so much for doing the work that you're doing and continuing to go down that path with natural supplements and the more holistic route, because you know, we know we have so many studies on pharma, uh, pharmaceuticals and there's a lot of money in that. And so it's just really beautiful to see people who are so dedicated to going down this path instead. So thank you for doing that and for sharing all of that amazing research with us.
I have one more quick question on the the vitamin E. So if people went into their vitamin cabinet right now and they saw their multivitamin has to cough all vitamin E in it, is this harmful to them? Or is this something like, should they throw it out? Should they make a switch? What would you, what would you say to somebody who's currently taking that? That is a very good question. Probably your audience who asked that question have heard me said many times. When nature makes a compound like carotene, the assumption is when you have a mixture of carotene, then they're synergistic. I don't disagree with that. I agree with that. However, if we are reasonable thinking adult, if you accept the premise of synergism, that means one, one plus one is greater than two, you must also accept that there will be time. One plus one is less than two. If one plus one is not equal to two and less than two, I call that antagonism. One plus mm. one equal to two is what you and I would expect. Greater than two, synergism. But if one plus one is less than two, then something is antagonistic. We found that in tocopherol and tocotrienol, tocopherol is antagonistic to, to tocotrienol. It took me at least 10 years with my colleague to figure that out. So because of that, I advise people not to take tocopherol. If you take a healthy meal, you, you got it. And there are all the supplements, not only just in multivitamin, in normal vitamin E thing, it would be alpha tocopherol, sometime 100, 200, 400, and 1,000 milligram. Oh my goodness, those are severely large. And those vitamin E goes into your body, they never go out. That's a bad news situation. So mm -hmm. I would strongly advise people not to take the multi. If not to take the vitamin E, if the multi have say 100% RDA of vitamin E, 100% RDA means 15 milligram vitamin E. I personally don't take that, uh, but that would not harm you, but, it, but that would be 100 milligram. If you take just a vitamin E supplement, that's about 200, 400 or 1000 IU or 200, 400, 1000 milligram, that is over the top like that. So whose multi is it that only have tocotrienol? Currently, I know of only one company. I persuaded them. I said, if you do, I'll take. I stopped taking Maotai for 20 years because everybody put to coffee. I don't want it, you know. Right. So, and the company is called Designs for Health. Mm. The, like Design for Health is a very top-notch company. And if you look at the Maotai, they're called Primal Maotai. See? Yeah, I like Designs for Health. They make really yeah, great products. Primal Maotai. And then they, thank you. And they, they, they use uh, uh, the Toco Tri, you know, we asked them to. And then if you want to buy uh, anato, uh, you want to buy vitamin E, just make sure there are two terms on it. First, it's not tocopherol. And second, if it's tocotrienol, look for the word anato, like this picture. That, that is anato. Look for anato tocotrienol, not palm, not rice. And by the way, rice and palm tocotrienol was also discovered by me. Why not palm and why not rice? because palm and rice contain uh, 25 to 50% tocopherol. It contains naturally mm -hmm. in the plant, but for the anato, it contains 100% tocotrienol, nothing else, no tocopherol. So there's no chance for any interference because it doesn't have it in it. So all this to say, you know, I, I sometimes still uh, uh, cannot fathom this. When I would go to a place to look for A, and then my attention was so distracted and then discover B, I think that, that I owe it to the public and to myself to look for this. So right now, these are all the things that I have discovered and found out about this vitamin E. If you were to interview me again, probably a year from now, in the same anato plant, and you, you have pronounced that phrase earlier, I discovered this gyronal gyronal thing mm -hmm. uh, here, and you can acronize this to GG, and your audience probably know about this. Uh, GG, is, GG is making the human body. 
in other words, even if you don't take it, your body and my body makes GG. So therefore, it begs the question, what is GG in the body used for? They're used for several things. I, I currently know of three like that, right? One is it's used for making CoQ10. Most people People know CoQ10 for energy production is used for making CoQ10. And you notice people say as we grow older, our CoQ10 making is dropped. It dropped mm -hmm. because GG dropped because it's used for making CoQ10. The second one, uh, the famous vitamin K2, a manoquinone. The only manoquinone make in our body is MK4. Mm -hmm. And GG must be there to make MK4. The entire tail of manoquinone for a GG. So it's that. And now this, and, and why do the audience care about MK4? MK4 helps to make strong bones. Mm -hmm. And MK4 helps to decalcify uh, our arteries so that we don't have uh, uh, arteriosclerosis. Mm -hmm. So the last one, GG, listen to this carefully. GG is required for the synthesis of skeletal muscle protein. So as we grow older, we don't have enough GG. It cannot make enough skeletal muscle protein, and then we lost muscle mass. That's it. So I'm hoping to do a clinical study to see how GG may prevent sarcopenia, which is loss of muscle mass. And, and these kinds of studies are underway now. Probably in a year from now, if you interview me, then we, we can have, the, the product is available. You go to Design for Health, or if you go to my website, you don't have to buy only from Design for Health. I, you get to a place that say, buying supplement. You, people think that we sell, we don't sell to consumer. And then we'll list all the company that you can buy from that get our material and you can buy from them. So. Hey, I want to talk to you about alcohol for a second. How are you doing with your alcohol intake? If you're someone who is working on getting healthier, hopefully you are not drinking or maybe you are just working on cutting back and trying to make some healthier swaps. So I'm not a huge proponent of alcohol anymore because it does deplete the body of a lot of nutrients and as someone who has an autoimmune disease, I have to be careful with those things. But since I have my health in check and I feel great, every once in a while I will have either some 100% agave tequila or some red wine. But I don't drink just any red wine because many wines, especially mass-produced ones, in a lot of those in the US and in California, you know, the ones that everybody raves over, sorry Californians, <laughs> they are loaded with chemicals and sugars. There's actually 76 FDA approved additives currently for wine. And no, you will not see those listed on the label. So personally, I like to drink dry farm wines because they actually lab test their wines for purity, they are completely sugar-free, biodynamic, and they're actually lower in alcohol and sulfites, which usually irritate a lot of people. They have small family farmers who use regenerative farming to produce these wines so that their production is better for the planet and their ingredients are pure and better for those of you who are health conscious, but you still want to enjoy a glass of wine now and again. So good news for you, if you shop through the link in the show notes, you can actually get an extra bottle for just a penny, or you can go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash natural health rising to get that same amazing offer. Okay. So GG is something we have to consume in a supplement. Uh, yeah, GG will be in a supplement. If you take it from food, you probably will also get two or three milligram, and they are found in the strangest of place. You know, <laughs> but no, 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 I shouldn't say that. They are found in place. If you if you look at a vegetable, and your vegetable have colors like beta carotene in carrot, lycopene in tomato, and green leafy vegetable, all these vitamin K and carotene in the plant, they use GG to make. 
<laughs> GG is okay. the last common thing that the planet and human have. And so if you eat those vegetables, you probably have small amount of GG. They're typically well conserved. They immediately make vitamin K, uh, carotene or something. And then when it's not needed, they're conserved. So you don't find a lot in there. In the human body, however, it is used for making MK4 not in the plant. The plant is just making normal vitamin K, uh, making carotene. That's why you say eat your color. So when you eat your color, you are in effect eating GG because the GG makes those colors. So at what age would someone want to start taking GG as a supplement? I would say for GG, uh, 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 after taking to you we take toco trienol earlier because if we are young like 20 something 30 something nowadays uh, they are athletic they're jogging and then they uh, uh, breathe a lot of oxygen in and we need oxygen to simply live but one in ten thousand oxygen we go wacko that's still as good as it but the one that go wacko is going to go after your fat so you need the antioxidant protection, the natural way would be the vitamin E. So that one is at any age, particularly if we are athletically active in the younger age group, even from 10 to 20 years old like that. GG, however, is uh, more consistent uh, with people who got older. I would say uh, for people who are 30 years and older like that, and definitely for people who are in the 50, and certainly for people who are in the 70s. So e even if your listener are in the 20s and 30s, well, you have parents, you have grandparents, suggest to them. And then if you go, if you want to know details of what I said, go, go to my website and download the white paper on tocotrienol, on GG, and we have a third column on duoquinol. We add a CoQ10 with GG together. They, they kind of like work synergistically with each other. We only have three products we make, tocotrienol, GG, and duoquinol. So if you, if, and mm. it's not like a million product, we don't have like that. And then if you download the paper and other people sell them, we don't sell to end users. We only try to do the research and provide the information uh, to the consumer. Okay. So I know a lot of people will take CoQ10 mm. supplement wise to help support their mitochondria and their energy. So would somebody... <clears throat> would somebody want to take both CoQ, CoQ10 and GG together or should they just take GG to, to create, since it creates the CoQ10, like what would someone do in that case? Yeah, that I have people ask me this question before. I think for a young person, you probably would have enough uh, 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 CoQ10 and a young person may not need GG so they can hold on that. I will tell you when a younger person should be taking GG. When a person is taking a medication called statin for lowering cholesterol, mm -hmm. many people take statin. When you take statin drug, one of the outstanding feature of taking statin drug to lower cholesterol is lowering GG. Why? Because everybody know if you take statin drug, you lower CoQ10. You can mm -hmm. even go to Costco. You can buy, uh, if you take statin drug, your, your CoQ10 drop. If you take CoQ10, it go up. But they never explain to you. The reason statin drug lower your CoQ10 is because statin directly inhibit GG synthesis. And when you inhibit GG, you don't have. So if the person is young and is taking medication for lowering cholesterol, then please take GG. It would help you to prevent uh, CoQ10 loss and pos and also prevent possibility of muscle problem that is referred to as myopathy. So mm -hmm. if it's drug-related muscle problem, myopathy. If it's age-related muscle problem, it's called sarcopenia, like that. Still, outside these two categories, Rachel and your listeners uh, to you, they are also muscle-related problem. If you just Google, they are also, just look at somebody with MS. Just look at somebody with a cystic fibrosis. You know what I mean. There are other mm -hmm. people with muscle problem, not just the two category I mentioned. So GG may help those people. Otherwise, if your audience is otherwise healthy, then 
you can start with tocotrienol first unless you have those compounding condition. I wanted to end this. I know our time may be catching up on this. I want to end it. You mentioned this a more natural way. First, this material we only extract from a plant. My lovely wife asked me about 20 years ago, since you discovered this plant and it potentially can do all this good, can you please not use harsh chemical and solvent to extract it? Mm-hmm. So I, I was drawing a blank initially, but I decided to accept the challenge. To do that, it took me another 10 years. <laughs> so, oh so right now we extract this without using any chemical, without using any solvent. It was a natural process. So not only is the product natural, the way we even extract and make it is also natural. So this, so for the audience who listen to, this is as good as you are going to get. And then for me personally, I almost, you know, I know this is an interview, but for me, this is a very personal and spiritual thing. I'm an immigrant to this country. I have many chance to be asked to do this in Asia that I came from. I didn't want mm. to do this. It'll be cheaper. I'm doing this in probably one of the most expensive places in the United States called Massachusetts because it's Texas, you know, so like that. So <laughs> if, if you ever come to visit me, you see it. It's all clean, all natural. And the material we got is natural. The extraction process is natural. So I don't know what else to tell you. So it's as good as you can get. So uh, you can still tune in on my uh, Twitter account or Facebook and whatever. So we, I put in news there from time to time to see what, what new feature we come on. And then you can see when this would be good. I think once you read the white paper on Toko Trinon Gigi, you'll probably be able to uh, make your own judgment as when you might want to use that. If your audience have a question or two, you can send in some of the people who are technically helping me probably can help answer your question. So thank you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that because I, I forget that people don't know about the process of making supplements. Sometimes I, I did scientific research in my past and have taken lots of chemistry classes and all of that. And you, you know, you're doing that in the classes and you see the kind of harsh chemicals that you use. So you kind of forget that you're in your everyday life. When you take aspirin or herbal supplements or anything like there is an extraction process. So that is very cool that you guys have gone to 10 years of research to (laughs) figure out how to extract things without chemicals and solvents. A couple more things. Is there anything else top of your mind that's really important besides the tocotrienols and the GG that people should focus on nutrient wise Um, as we age? um, I mentioned obesity and tocotrienol. Some Japanese scientists is studying tocotrienol with a post-traumatic syndrome. Now, this study Mm. is only just coming out, so I don't know about the veracity of it, but it's coming out, so I'm following closely to see if there may be a strong application there. On the GG side, I read that it's been used uh, by people with, uh, it's not something I know about, uh, with autism study. So, I thought, wow. So, so this is not my study. So, if you ask me a lot of questions, I don't know how to answer that. Bobby, if somebody is interested, if you send me an email, I will send you the study. That's a. But I, I noticed that that is new. I didn't know anything about. What I do know about GG is it helps our body to calm down the inflammation. Mm-hmm. And uh, besides the three things I mentioned, make a manoquinone and all this bone health and arteriosclerosive health and CoQ10 energy health, uh, <clears throat> strong uh, skeletal muscle protein, so muscle health. So I already mentioned that. But this autism thing is relatively new. I don't know anything about, but other people, I'm not the one that control all the studies of <laughs> Gigi. People publish them, but I read them. I read them quite fast, and sometimes I mention about them in my Twitter account so uh, so the people can follow. So that would be one. I suspect in the next two years or so, if they're all the published literature, they're going to be about this, because 
this amount of toco trino is already known about what it does i will find new things of toco trino like this but for the gg only this amount of gg is known i'm going to find out a lot more about gg in the next few years I i'm guessing like this and i'm going to put my thumb into this and the toco trino i consider if i use a marketing phrase and the audience would understand for the toco trino i call that my best in class vitamin e for my gg i would say that we are the first in class which means that we are the first company who make the gg out there so so we are working really hard to produce the data what it's supposed to do for people so it's it's still in the works on it the, G, the japanese scientists are very interested to use gg for example another one to help the elderly to increase their thrive because the elderly population is high now your audience is 20 to 40 years so they're not thinking about this but probably they should be thinking about this for their parent as you grow older they don't have steady gait and they they're thriving they're not talking about thrive in sexual activity they're talking about thrive is able to walk mm -hmm. and they increase their testosterone and the ability to thrive to walk is increased but the younger population are interested in the gg in a sexual increased drive like that we are also studying that so this will we'll, we'll know this probably in the uh, in the beginning of next year the increase the testosterone piece by the gg the myopathy thing on the statin thing we'll know towards the end of the year and then we're hoping to design a study on young athletes to increase the exercise regimen not related to satin to see if they will improve their performance because they increase their muscle mass so that piece so a lot of work on gg we are now engaging to do a brand new day for gg so it's uh, quite thrilling for me to engage in this uh, type of research mm -hmm. okay and one final quick question i always ask everybody which is if you could leave the listeners with one tip that they could start applying to their lives maybe this week to help them live a healthier, happier life, what would that be? Love more, do exercise, eat in moderation, even though you have the means to eat as much as you can or as well as you can. So love more, um, or somebody have a, a, a thing called, you know, bark less, <laughs> whack more. <laughs> so so I, I mean like that and exercise in moderation. And the last one, all in one sentence, uh, uh, is have enough, enjoy sleeping. <laughs> you know, when in my younger days, I didn't enjoy sleeping so much, but right now I enjoy sleeping. It helped me in my waking hours so much more productive and happy when I have enough sleep. So blessing to you all hopefully this is a uh, good to your listener and hopefully in another year from now you we can revisit our interview and then we can talk about uh, what things have happened in the past 12 months that sounds like a good plan to me <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show and we'll put some links to your website and social media and everything too so people can reach out to you and find more information thank you so much rachel Bye, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And before I go, I do want to remind you that I am currently taking one-on-one -on -one clients from anywhere in the world. I work online with people all over, and we do that by doing Zoom calls for our sessions. And I ship out functional lab testing straight to your door. You do the testing in the comfort of your own home, ship it out, and then I get the results so that I can investigate what the root cause is to your health problems. I've helped many people put their autoimmune diseases into remission like alopecia areata, EOE, rheumatoid arthritis, Hashimoto's, and I've helped so many people struggling with mystery symptoms get their health back. And a lot of times I'll find things like hidden gut infections like Giardia, H. pylori, maybe we find some candida overgrowth, mold has been coming up a lot on people's tests recently, nutrient deficiencies, hormone imbalances. These are all things that are triggers for your symptoms and diseases that conventional doctors are missing. So if you're ready to actually figure out why you're struggling with an autoimmune disease, 
for if you don't even know what you have yet, you just have these mystery symptoms that you can't seem to get a diagnosis for, and you want to heal your body through diet and lifestyle changes, then book a free health consultation with me so that we can get your health back on track. You can go to the show notes and book the call there, or you can go to naturalhealthrising.com, or you can even head over to my Instagram and you can chat with me, go into my DMs, send me a message. I reply to everybody in there. You can sign up for a consultation on my Instagram as well. So if you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to leave a comment, rating, or share it with a friend who needs to hear this information. Comments and ratings really help this show so that more people will listen and I can continue to help people level up their health and entire life holistically. Thanks for listening and keep striving to become your healthiest, happiest self.